www.saskatchewanagriculture.ca. Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. The provincial government and First Nations continue to have opposing views on the future of community pastures. Yesterday, the provincial government announced it will offer 15-year leases to patrons at 50 community pastures across the province. The 780,000 acres are covered under the Saskatchewan Pastures Program, which will be wound down over the next three years in a cost-cutting move. The province would continue to own the land, but pasture management would transfer to lessees. Patron groups that can't afford the cost will have the option of working with third-party groups, such as environmental organizations or rural municipalities, to pay for the 15-year lease. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association and Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan support the provincial plan, but there is opposition from the Federation of Sovereign Indigenous Nations. The FSIN says the pasture should be available for purchase by interested First Nations through treaty land entitlement. FSIN Chief Bobby Cameron says his members would be able to offer lower lease rates to pasture patrons than what they would have to pay the government. With the transition of the pastures and the government proposing a 15-year lease to these patrons, well, you know, in a time where we have an impending carbon tax, we have higher lease fees that are going to be charged to the patrons. It's taking food from their table. They're not going to make ends meet. We have a perfect solution based on our inheritance treaty rights where First Nations, by way of TLE process, would purchase these lands and in turn still do business, good business, with the patrons. A perfect example is Wichita Lake First Nation and the spirit of patrons, where in the early beginning, the patrons were saying, oh no, we don't want to do business, we don't want to work with Wichita they're just going to not treat us fairly, blah, blah, blah. Well, almost 20 years later, and Wichita Lake First Nation are so glad and happy that they stuck it out because now they found a formula and they found a way to make it work where everyone is happy with that business partnership. And that's what we have to offer for First Nations. We offer a better solution and a, and a better deal than what the province is proposing. FSIN Chief Cameron says some numbers have already been crunched. Oh yeah, the staff have been conducting the, the research and the statistics. So what we're doing is compiling all this information. Uh, we're going to send a call out to the First Nations and the patrons and say, here's a viable solution. Here's a good business venture that's going to benefit your families, our homes, our families without the province. Cameron was asked about government continuing to own the land and if the FSIN would be a partner with a patron group to lease the land. Well, I tell you this, uh, we're, we're going to maintain the position that we purchased these lands. We don't want to lease. That's a totally out of the question. And if we get enough political pressure and support, the government is going to have no choice other than to sell these lands, make a profit, therefore contributing to the $1.2 billion deficit. It makes good business sense from our viewpoint. And once we get the patrons to understand and support us, the, the province is going to have no other choice but to sell. That's FSIN Chief Bobby Cameron. Thirteen pastures in the northwest will transition from the Saskatchewan Pastures Program next year. Another 19 are slated for the following year in the northeast and northwest, with the remaining pastures in the northeast and south making the change by the 2020 grazing season. 
A ranch from Gladmer, about 150 kilometers south of Regina, has been awarded the Environmental Stewardship Award at the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Convention. The Box H Ranch of Mark and Laura Hoimer of Gladmer will represent Saskatchewan at the National Environmental Stewardship Awards to be announced in August. The stock growers approved a total of a dozen resolutions at this week's annual meeting in Moose Jaw. One resolution that was passed opposes a proposed burn on 320 acres of native grassland on the Matador Prairie Protected Area. Another resolution calls on the provincial government to lobby the Saskatchewan Ministry of Environment to cooperate with random testing of elk and deer for tuberculosis. Another resolution passed at the convention says environmental conservation organizations that receive federal and provincial funding should not be allowed to purchase agricultural lands. Stock growers also raise concern about a shortage of agricultural workers. One important resolution calls for government to explore a conservation banking system. This would allow producers to earn credits for expanding wildlife habitat and sell them to industries that cause unavoidable damage. Forage producers in Saskatchewan are being advised to scout for the alfalfa weevil. Charlotte Ward, regional forage specialist in Yorkton, says the weevils have been a problem in the past. You know, alfalfa weevils have been around for a number of years, and depending on the year, we see the pressure levels go up and down. This seems to be one of those years that the pressure level is definitely going up. Ward has been scouting for the weevils. Yeah, I um, I was out actually doing some sweeps yesterday just um, west of Yorkton, and unfortunately there was a lot more larvae in my sweeps than I, than I wanted to see, and so I wasn't sure if it was, you know, a particular farm or a pocket area that had kind of hot for weevils. So on my way to work this morning, I actually went and swept some of our own fields, and unfortunately there's a fair bit of weevil in them as well. Ward encourages early scouting for alfalfa weevils. So the biggest thing right now is is to start scouting for them. Um, I think we're a little bit ahead of where we normally would be in terms of development. Um, So scouting is going to be the big one. Normally people start scouting in about 10 days from now, but we know they're there. So um, scouting can be as simple as um, picking stems out, banging them in a white five-gallon pail, and seeing what kind of the numbers of larvae that come off, and then the, the economic thresholds are actually in the guide to crop production. So if we want to know where they sit economically, um, does it, what it makes sense to do, um, there's a good guide there. Ward says time is of the essence. It is, yeah. The, more, the longer we leave them, the longer they're going to continue to eat the alfalfa plants and the buds and um, further the damage. Um, we know that um, cutting them or cutting plants essentially takes away their food source. They don't like to be exposed to sunlight. So when we put it in a swath, um, they all drop to the ground and essentially they're exposed to, to sunlight and they like to be in the shade. So um, definitely not an ideal environment for them. Um, and seed guys, I would definitely encourage them to scout and, and look at the different chemical options that are out there before they really hinder the seed production yield. Charlotte Ward is a regional forage specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture based in Yorkton. The agriculture community is getting behind the Plaid for Dad campaign, which runs today. Robin Spear is the executive director of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. He says everyone is encouraged to wear something plaid and make a donation to Prostate Cancer Canada at plaidfordad.ca. One in eight men are going to be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetimes. Um, Men are often, uh, you know, like to keep a little bit quiet about their health. And so uh, with this campaign, you know, we're raising awareness, raising money, 
and uh, bringing attention to this uh, this key health concern for uh, for men. All of the money raised goes toward prostate cancer research. Farmers going to Canada's Farm Progress Show next week in Regina are encouraged to check out the Prostate Cancer Center's Man Van. A PSA blood test takes only five minutes and will be available at no cost. The market update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola dropped $40.20 at $456.30. Oats rose $237 at $170. Number one red spring wheat gained $354 at $273.17. The rest were unchanged. Durham $274.56. Feed barley $127.03. Flax $408.96. Yellow peas $319. Feed wheat, one forty one ninety nine. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up nine and a quarter cents at six forty one and three quarters cents. The livestock report on the source six twenty CKRM. And now the latest livestock report. This is Grant Barnett with the market report. Hardline livestock here in Moose Jaw, just over six hundred cattle on offer at our Tuesday sale. Looked like this yearling market was lower. We have seen quite a reduction in the board, and the dollar did come up a bit. Looks like the cow market was barely steady, maybe off a little bit. These real good cows, they're still going to bring a dollar eight to a dollar fifteen sales right up to a dollar seventeen eighteen on them real top end kind of cows. Good bulls are going to bring anywhere from a dollar twenty four to a dollar thirty four. Sales right up to $1.3940. And just a reminder, we are selling every Tuesdays for the summer. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,500 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 195 to 197 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 4,500 heads, selling in a range of 199 to 201 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, June 16th are SIG 3, 197.65, SIG 4, 192.76, SIG 5, 195.20, Cash, 193.70, Britco 189.89, Thunder Creek 188.63, and High Life 192.76. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is up $3.62 per CKG, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down with the daily exchange rate at 1.3283. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.7559 cents US. This week, we saw cash prices rise $8.95 per CKG since Monday and are up $16.54 per CKG since June 1st. Weekly U.S. slaughter is expected to be approximately 2.15 million hogs, which although down is still 4.5% larger than last year. Weekly export sales are expected to be the lowest so far this year at 29% lower than the four-week average. Coming up, the farm weather.